It is that time of the month, my friends. Welcome to the Mere Models book reviews, and in particular, the Mere Models recap of the month for September 2022. My name is Kyron, host of the Mere Models podcast, but in this episode of the book reviews, we're going to have a little ex- exploration of all the books that were added to the, the book reviews channel this month, and then also just yeah, add some additional thoughts onto some things that might not have made it into the actual book review, see what's coming up, and also do some thanking of people for supporting the show because this is a value for value show. Without further ado, let's jump into it. The first and best one that I read from this book from this month was The Sound of Waves by Yukio Mishima. I gave this a seven and a half out of ten. I really enjoyed this book for its simplicity and that is one of the the things that jumped out at me as being kind of unique about it in a way it was it was just so uh, bare bones and raw but he, the Mishima has a real beautiful way with words uh, I've I've only read two of his books so far so this one and The Sailor Who Fell from Grace with the Sea and I definitely intend to read more because I, I do like his style. One thing, though, about the simplicity that did make me go, oh, okay, this is definitely doesn't map onto real life was there was this one scene where Shinji is, he finds this perfect way to pacify Chiyoko in the moment. So, he's getting onto this boat. It's just about to leave shore. And she kind of comes to him and, and is kind of tear-stricken saying, you know, I'm the one who told about your secrets. Uh, you know, it's my fault all of this happened, you know, it's, and it's because I'm so ugly, blah, 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 blah. And she has this real deep-seated um, kind of disgust with herself because she believes she's ugly. And Shinji, in the moment, you know, the boat's just about to leave. He has maybe five seconds to say something. And he says the perfect combination of words that kind of unlocks her heart and her and she now is able to go oh I'm I'm not ugly I'm 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 actually beautiful and this kind of simplicity of finding the exact right thing to say absolutely does not <laughs> map onto my life I always seem to find that it's the small offhand comments like that where you're you know it's it's a, a small little thing to say it, un- it opens the can of worms. It makes things way, way worse. So usually it's, it's kind of a small negative thing instead of a big positive thing that comes from these. So that one was, was where I went, okay, maybe that happens for other people. But for me, it's the opposite, um, both in terms of what I tend to do to other people and what other people tend to do to me. It's those small innocuous comments that can kind of dig in and go like root into your brain. And that's the thing that stays rather than it becoming this unlocking, wonderful, magical thing, which would maybe happen more from a deep discussion of really, you know, creating boundaries and and having a, a huge discussion on a particular point of, um, I don't know, soreness or something like that in a, in a relationship or, or, or things like that. So, yeah, that was one where I was like, I'm not sure about that. And I, I did enjoy thinking about, could you ever find certainty through purely intellectual roots? And in this is why I was saying that one of Shinji's kind of main characteristics was perseverance. So, continued steady belief in spite of op- uh, opposition. And I think there is actually something about the the grind of of physical reality of doing something hard in real life in in a, in a kind of physical labor sort of sense. So whether this be 
an exercise or a, a hobby of some sort that requires, you know, intense concentration. Uh, it could be a, you know, your job of lifting heavy things, moving things, of uh, moving your body in a certain way, dance, for example, you know, any of these sort of things. I think there is something, there is a grounding in, in a physically arduous pursuit. And if you want some more uh, details on this, I'd suggest checking out uh, episode 336 of the Mere Mortals podcast. So it won't be out yet, but I'm going to explain more about kind of some life philosophies. And this is one of the things that I, I, I actually um, quite, find quite deeply. And uh, so more explanations there. The second book my of the kind of favorite list was On the Beach by Neville Shute. I gave that a 7 out of 10. You will notice in that book review that there was a lack of quotes and there was a lack of me actually picking up the book and holding it to the screen. And that was because I had some laptop issues. And although it didn't particularly affect this channel, uh, I had previously recorded that book review and with, with the book in front of me and, you know, did, did the quotes as normal and whatnot. Um, but because... I lost the audio of that. I was I I I, I couldn't use the camera audio. It was it's too shitty. So um, I had to redo that one later on, and I didn't have access to the book, so I'd already returned it to the library. So you will note that from there. Um, I definitely had that vacillation between thinking, is this how people would behave or not? That that I I don't know. Once again, <laughs> I actually asked Juan on this on the Mere Models podcast. And that was another of the episodes that got lost, unfortunately. So um, those those thoughts will have to remain in my own mind and not <laughs> and not spread out to the world uh, unless I ask it again some other day. But I did. It did. I would recommend this book for thinking about death in a different way. So um, you can get kind of death thinking related to stoicism there's a there's a fair bit of about that such as negative visualization i think that's a very handy um, psychological technique that you can use to contemplate your own mortality you could read books mortality by christopher hitchens you know someone who is dealing through cancer and how they behave you can I suppose do it through religion in many ways, different ways. But I, you know, this this book presented death in a, in a way that I hadn't particularly thought of before, and uh, I've, I found it quite useful. In a, in, in fact, so um, I would uh, I would encourage reading of that book if you are wanting to get a new perspective on on death, for example, and and even on your own life and what what how you could find satisfaction in your own life. I, th- I think that's a, a a decent book for that. Now, this book review is actually not out yet. It will come out in several days, but The Stranger by Albert Camus. I definitely found it robotic at first, but I came to understand that, yeah, this 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 is a, a different person. And so, I would definitely recommend it's a, it's a short book. It's a very short book. Um, and so, I would definitely recommend getting through that kind of 10%, 20%, even 30% range mark. And then it, I think you'll kind of unlock like, oh, okay, the, this is a character who's got, his, his mind works in a different way than, than kind of normal people, I guess. So, um, I would definitely recommend if you're struggling right at the start to kind of push through a little bit because I think you can get some benefits for that. That being said, I still gave it a 6 out of 10 because it just didn't, 
nothing particularly hit home to me from this book. And uh, I actually haven't done the book review yet. So, um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't want to speak too much uh, about things because I'll probably be repeating myself. But um, it's I did find it funny how some people will it'll be kind of their favorite book. And um, I'll talk more about who this was and why I actually read this book um, in the in the support section of the, the Boostergram Lounge. But the, the difference between having similar tastes of, as, of genres as a whole, but one really standing out and one not between different people, I find that so weird. Like how, how is it that we don't just love the same book and all of the same books that... Yeah, I, I do find that funny, um, but I guess that's just getting into, you know, aspects of your whole life and one particular thing that a character did is maybe something that you did as a child and, and that just really connects with you. So, yeah, that, that was a, a, you know, a decent book, but um, not one I will rave about. This one, I don't, I'm not going to even bother doing a book review on, but I did read it, which was James Baldwin's The Fire Next Time. Uh, how many pages is this? It's 89 pages in pretty large typescript. So, I think it took me an hour and a half to read maybe. Um, it, it was a book from a different era and I can see how it would have been impactful, but I'm so far removed from it. So, this was published in... Let me quickly jump to here. So, it was first published in 1963 and... It's definitely got an American context because it has this, it's basically talking about a, an African-American or Negro and as, as he says many times in the book and their kind of struggle to get civil liberty. So, this was right in the civil rights movement. Um, I, I think it was kind of a, uh, a, a big impetus for people behind it and it's just... It's just so far removed from me, you know. I'm I'm here in Australia, so we don't have the the racial tension that they do of African Americans and and the kind of whites. Um, and we, you know, if anything, it it would be between white people here and, and Asians, I guess, because that's more the predominant uh, minority, I guess you'd get here. But you know, we there, there was no, there was never any slavery aspect here. Um, maybe some slight bit of of um, uh, Australian Aborigines, for example. But it's just there's so many different contexts behind this, which which just made me go. Um, and here's a quote from the back: "We, the black and the white, deeply need each other here if we are really to become a nation." You know, I've I've never seen the world in terms of. I'm a white guy and there's black guys over there. That's just not how I've envisioned the world. And whilst there is a, you know, obviously there was a lot of bad things happening in that time and his, it's really a story about he was, how he tried to escape the oppressiveness of just life in general and how you couldn't get ahead if you were a black guy because there's you know there would always be a, a kind of ceiling cap you couldn't rise into these positions it wasn't based on merit it was based on your skin color and things like this and so he became a pastor he became disillusioned with that especially after seeing how other pastors were just basically getting money enriching themselves off of the the black people that they were trying to help you know their fellow their fellow citizens and he was kind of consorting with um 
the Nation of Islam, and that's where they were they were very pretty radical in talking about how they needed to rise up. The that America actually belongs to the blacks um, and the, the the brown people. I guess I'm not I'm not even sure the exact terminology they they used, and how this would galvanize a nation how this uh not galvanize how they should take over the nation how whites are actually kind of it was kind of you know that reverse racism where it's where where the black people were, were better than the whites and that sort of thing um it yeah it just didn't connect to me so I'm, i gave it a three out of ten there was a mix of anger pride outrage sadness religiosity um you know he was kind of it it felt it felt like angry angry rambling which whilst justified was kind of inaccurate in its uh final conclusions of of what should be done perhaps and how how life should look afterwards and i don't know if he's if he would look at how america is today and and think that things had improved or not i i honestly don't know um but yeah it was it was just a book too far removed for me um uh, I did prefer more ones like uh, The Invisible Man by Ralph Emerson. That I think that connected with me more. Um, a book from a similar similar time period, but just told in a much better way and had a much more interesting story. And, and it, it made me feel the the injustice, whereas this made me just real look at a an, a kind of angry and embittered man in many ways. But yeah, there we go. Um, that was my book review right there. <laughs> and the final one, which was done by Juan, was Ego is the Enemy. And he gave this a 7.5 out of 10. So, he's continu- continuing on his Ryan Holiday kick and on Stoicism, which I uh, approve of. I think Stoicism is definitely one of the, the best uh, philosophies that I've certainly come across. And I feel like I might have even read this before a long time ago because I, I think I have read some Ryan Holiday books. So, um yeah, it it definitely did make me um, reminisce on on going like, yeah, I, th- I think this was a good one. Juan seemed to enjoy it. Um, there's a, I think a, a somewhat of a maturity you get to to reading these sorts of things and um, to understanding more about how people from a long, long time ago dealt with the, the exact same problems, just minus the technology. And how they psychologically got through things. I think I think there's a lot to be gained from that. And putting it in a modern context is definitely uh, good because you can get versions of meditations by Marcus Aurelius, which are almost unreadable. And that could be because of their, you know, it's been translated from what he certainly wasn't writing in English back in <laughs> the, you know, two two hundred BC or AD or that time period that he was writing in. I can't can't remember when he was born exactly. Um but yeah there was uh, there's there's definitely there's definitely things to be learned from that is all I'll say. So with all that being said we'll get into the Boostergram Lounge and there's a couple of people I want to thank for showing some support and of course my uh pre approved wallet thing that I had set up here showing all the boostergrams has disappeared. Very good. So, I will uh, just explain first of all then the why I read The Stranger and this was because I was checking out and I've kind of formed a connection with a lady called Anastasia Safranova um, who has a Instagram channel called at 
books underscore I underscore read underscore daily. So books I read daily. And yeah, we, we seem to have very similar tastes and her, um, her recommendation, she absolutely loved this book. I read Camus not too long ago um, with the, uh, the plague and, and also the trial before that. And yeah, I, I, I definitely appreciate how this book really connected with her. And for me, it was kind of like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> uh, so that's a little bit of a shame, but um, also to be expected, you know, you can't enjoy every single book to the same extent that other people do. So there we go. Uh, so getting onto the boostgrams themselves. Uh, the first one was actually from me for doing a little test using the Albi wallet. So definitely uh, a cool little thing to use if you want a real simple way to be able to start boostergramming getalbi.com and you can spin up a lightning wallet in no time at all and um, start boosting the Mere Mortals and Mere Mortals book reviews. That would, that would be um, absolutely awesome. Um, and they have a connection with Podverse. So if you use Podverse and you want to donate to the show or support to the show, uh, if you go into the settings in there, you can create a wallet yourself in the actual Podverse app. So very cool. Um, we have one here from Peter, the Slav, and he sends through a whopping amount of 32,673 via Fountain. Wow, thank you, Peter. And he says, I really enjoyed this journey you did into classic philosophy. I really got the sense you gave it a fair shake and really wanted to really like the works, but just couldn't in the end. I think I would have came to the same conclusion. So a big thank you for saving me some valuable time to mainly listen to some more podcasts. My pleasure, Peter. My pleasure. And yeah, there's. Uh, I was discussing this recently with another friend of mine, Brendan, um, from the Mere Models uh, Conversations. He's been on there four times. And he, he came up with a, a good point related to philosophy, which was just there's so much of it is, is kind of a, it's almost social drama. Niche could only exist without other philosophers. And so there's all this kind of building upon other people and um, that, that kind of like, I didn't need that drama. <laughs> I didn't, I don't need to know what niche thinks about other philosophers. Uh, when I was thinking about philosophy, I, I was really wanting to dive into the nature of reality and perhaps uncover, uncover some truths I'd never found before. And most of these seemed like, yeah, maybe there was some truthful things in what they were saying, but it, it wasn't presented in a way which was accessible. It wasn't presented in a way that was relevant to my time period and the life that I'm living at the moment. And, you know, sometimes a modern interpretation of things can be better than the original. It might be better to read Ryan Holiday's books rather than go into the actual Stoics themselves. There's just because it's the original or just because it's the older version doesn't necessarily make it the better one which was something i had kind of been using as a rule of thumb um which i might have to adjust my position on because there is there is something about the the filtering mechanisms mechanism of time older works equal better work i think there is something to that but it can't be applied in all cases as well. So um, I'm glad I saved you some time, my friend. He also sends through another 4,901 small test boost software bugs at the enemy. And that was for the ego as the enemy. 
Um, the one before was for the either or by Soren Kierkegaard. Soren Kierkegaard, not sure how you pronounce that in Danish. Um, yeah, yeah, software bugs are the enemy. And <laughs> I know a lot about that. <laughs> and hardware bugs as well. <laughs> And then the final one, which was, I believe this is a new name. I'm not sure I've seen this before, was uh, at CryptoSenus. And he just says, interesting, Sensory 67 sats for Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And we definitely did have some streaming going on as well, but um, that's a little bit harder to to find. Um, uh, From JSRPR178, from another user, 171... So everyone, thank you for for supporting the show like that. I really do appreciate that. And um, yeah, I'll get onto the value for value section after what's coming up. So coming up in October of 2022, got a couple of books, uh, ones which the names will will ring a bell. So Sobre Eroes y Tumbas. I'm still making my way through that gradually in Spanish. In it's just just taking time. It's kind of I'm I'm kind of picking it up once every five or six days and and giving it a, a, a read. So uh, it is a a, th- a thicker book and it's um, in Spanish. So it it does take me a, a my reading pace is not as quick, but I am making my way through that. And maybe it'll be the last it, if it, if it comes out in October, it'll be the probably the last um, review of the month. Um, I'm also reading Patrick Voss, uh, Patrick Patrick White's Voss at the moment, which is kind of an Australian classic, and it's actually about a German guy in it, which is kind of cool because uh, I'm learning German at the moment, so I'm seeing like this little connection, um, which is nice. And um, I've just got a whole stack of books. I know Juan is reading um, something about from David Goggins, like Can't Stop Me, I think is what that's called. So that will probably be coming out as well. And yeah, not much more philosophy, probably going to just be a mix of, I don't know, whatever I feel like. Fun things. I've, I've got some more recommendations for some Russian works from um, Nastia. Uh, and yeah, there's, I don't know, whatever it is, it's, it's going to be more enjoyable than some of the books that I've read previously. And to sum this up, value for value. This is a value for value show. I spent a lot of time making the video, making the audio reading all these books, doing the reviews for the for you, giving you topics, I think some themes that you could perhaps take out for yourself or, or have an examination of whilst reading or not read the book, give you a summary like I did for Peter, save you some time. And I just request that you, you send that back and that can come in many forms, time, talent or treasure. Time, you could share this book review to another person who you think would get some value from this and say, hey, Mere Mortals book reviews, they're pretty damn awesome. You could uh, also spend some time checking out the Mere Mortals podcast where a lot of these themes are are ones that Juan and I will explore deeper in a more conversational style. So very different from the the kind of monologues that you get here. And the the talent-wise, if you're a literary critic or something and you feel like I've missed some important points, I would love to know all of these things. If you um, have some suggestions on how the, the format of the show could be different, how it could be altered. Maybe you want to know more details about the author and how that plays in with his writing style or things like that. Yeah, Kyle, shoot me some suggestions, some recommendations on how to make things better. I would love that. 
And then of course the treasure portion, which is things like Peter have, has done, things like CryptoSenus has done, which is sending through a payment of Satoshis. So this is a small portion of Bitcoin, can be a tiny, tiny amount but every uh, every portion is appreciated. That's how I pay for the uh, the the continued you know servicing of my laptop, of the hosting on on different um, the podcast sites and the servers of of you know everything that goes into this. And uh, yeah, value for value. Just if you got value from this show, all I request is that you return it back in whatever way that you want to. So with all of that being said, my Mimortalites, thank you for joining me to the very end. And I hope you're looking forward to some new books coming up for October because I certainly am. Leave it there for today. Kyron out.